The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details. Welcome to Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers, a gardening show full of inspiration. I'm Philippa Foes-Lamb, a self-confessed passionate gardener. I've been in the garden industry for many years and I totally enjoy sharing my knowledge with you. Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers is kindly sponsored by Bay Landscapes, 33 Bait Up Road, Richmond. Open Monday to Friday, 8.30 to 5, Saturday 9 till 5, and Sundays and public holidays, 9 till 4. Today we're focusing on my passion for tomatoes. At Bay Landscapes, they have beautiful large grey petunias and calabracoas in bud and flowering. Just three for just $35, a total bargain. These wonderful creatures flower for months, are great for hanging baskets and containers especially. Calabracoas are similar to petunias, but they have smaller flowers and quite unusual colour combinations. They're just wonderful. Tomato varieties galore from Evendale Nurseries are in, from, in Southland are in stock as well, including some heirloom varieties. If I sound as though I've got a smile in my voice, it's because I have. Sort of. I just got to 9 minutes and 11 seconds of recording my show. My phone is on silent, no, not silent, but on do not disturb, and my phone rang. So I had to stop recording, and then when I started again, I started saying beautiful large grey petunias and calibre clothes in blood. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> that was why I had a smile in my voice. So far, September has been more settled, and here's hoping my phone doesn't ring again. So far, September has been more settled with gorgeous fine days and only a little bit of rain. I've had to start watering my nursery areas, which has been a bit of a shock to my system after not doing it all winter. My main area around my tunnel house, the whole, the whole area, takes about 45 minutes. And then I've got two or three other areas, so you can imagine how long it takes me to water everything. I don't have an irrigation system because I find that I take better care of my plants if I hand water them. You can't beat hand watering, really. I adore tomatoes. I always have, and it's the one thing I buy out of season throughout the year. My favourite thing for breakfast is tomatoes sliced on hot buttered toast. Just yum. I don't tend to use the larger tomatoes during the winter. I stick to the cocktail ones because I find they still have lovely flavour. It does make cutting them to put them on toast a little bit of a faff, but it's well worth it. I'm super excited read the varieties we're getting from Evendale Nurseries. I wanted to touch on a few tried and true varieties as well as some different ones. Russian Red and Moneymaker are two that are very well known. Russian Red is shorter growing and are perfect for exposed windy sites. Moneymaker is a tried and true one definitely and it, it gives a really good crop, like it's a, it's a really good cropper. And both have medium round fruit with fairly good flavour. I'm not going to say the flavour's gobsmacking, but they still are delicious. They're just not quite as intense as some of the other varieties. There's also varieties such as Early Girl, which is a very popular variety. And as the name suggests, it does crop quite quickly. And another one, which I'm not quite sure if I'm saying it correctly, is Gross Lease. It's, it's G-R-O-S-S -S and then L-I-S-S-E. We get asked for that one a lot. 
Oh, and another one that I'm really excited to be able to stock at Bay Landscapes is that this season is Taupo. We've always in the past been asked for that variety. And the reason it's so good, it is a commercial variety, so it is vigorous and it gives a reliably heavy crop of, again, medium-sized fruit with a good flavour. So that's one to look for too, is Taupo. My absolute favourite of any of Evendale's tomato is Tasty Tom. I first fell across it and fell in love when I bought it from Mitre 10 many years ago. And I haven't grown it for the last few years, mainly because I've stopped buying, buying things from Mitre 10. I prefer to support Darling Bay Landscapes. And I have missed it, I will say. A couple of times I've thought, oh, I'll just pop to Mitre 10 and no, I'm not going to get one from there. So that's, that's just me. It's not that I don't like Mitre 10, don't get me wrong, but I, I prefer to support local. So, yeah, um, getting back to the Tasty Tom. It reminds me of the gorgeous tomatoes my father used to grow every year in Invercargill when I was growing up. That was a wonderful tomato called Best of All. It was medium size and had the best flavour and I've just got such wonderful memories of him tending to his tomatoes. I think during the tomato growing season, he was always, he always popped into his glass house in the evening or over the weekends, just checking that the tomatoes were tied up properly. And oh, could he tie up tomatoes? I've tried. I've tried doing it from the roof of our small glass house and I'm absolutely useless at it. I can never get the strings taut, whereas he had beautiful taut strings and the tomatoes just grew really, really well. He was also very diligent about liquid feeding them too. And I remember the liquid food used to smell actually rather nice. I'm not sure what it was, but it definitely was a dark, dark brown colour. It could have been something a little bit similar to Tomo Wright, which is a really fabulous liquid tomato food. And there's a helicopter going past. <laughs> if it's not my phone ringing, it's a helicopter. <laughs> okay, right, let's just carry on. So, what was I saying? Oh yes, so that's why I love Tasty Tom. It's a five centimetre fruit with incredibly intense flavour. Big beef and beefsteak are wonderful beefsteak varieties. Well, obviously beefsteak is because that's its name. So why are they so good? They have good flavour, few seeds, so they're perfect for that wonderful tomato sandwich. I love fresh white bread or any sort of bread, buttered and then with just slices of tomato and black pepper. Oh, that's just such a yummy combination. But I do have the most shudder-worthy memories of soggy tomato sandwiches when I was at school. I remember opening up my lunchbox and just going, oh, because my sandwiches had basically gone to mush, but I'd have to eat them because that was all there was. Reminds me too of overripe bananas and overripe kiwi fruit. It's just, oh, I just can't do them. So therefore, beefsteak is, is perfect for that sort of thing. And it's all, they're also wonderful. Any of the larger varieties of tomatoes are wonderful for things like summer hamburgers because you just need one slice and it fits perfectly inside, the, inside your burger bun. Some of the other varieties too are things like black from Tula. I've just, that's an heirloom variety, I've just planted one in my little glass house in the weekend. And I should have bought the um, label well, so that I could read it out. But the thing that does stick in my memory is that it is a large beefsteak variety and it has a really beautiful, intense, smoky flavour. And that fascinated me. I thought, oh, a tomato with a, with a rich, smoky flavour sounds really delicious. 
You're on Fresh FM. This is Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers, sponsored by Bay Landscapes, 33 Bait Up Road, Richmond. Open Monday to Friday, 8.30 to 5. Saturday, 9 to 5. They're off winter hours, so they're back to Saturdays, 9 to 5. Sundays and public holidays, 9 to 4. I'm Philippa Foes-Lamb. Today we're focusing on my passion for tomatoes. At Bay Landscapes, they have bedding plants galore. It's a huge variety, including the wonderful Victorian flower, Salpiglossus Chocolate Royale. These gorgeous, this gorgeous annual produces large flowers that are trumpet-shaped, and they're the most stunning shade of chocolate with slightly, almost like burgundy veins. They're really stunning, and they look gorgeous in your garden with a combination of white, cream, lemon, or even orange flowers. Soft pink looks wonderful with them as well. There's also annual clary sage, which I think I mentioned in my last show, and that's available in blue, pink or white varieties. These are wonderful. They flower for months. They have like little wings at the top, a little bit like the Spanish lavenders. They have those little wings at the top and they're very good for drying. So they're fantastic for dried flowers and pressing as well. There's also cornflowers and so many more. There's all the landscape requirements as well, including various grades of bark and the very popular black shredded bark, which is dyed with a natural dye. If you don't have a lot of room for tomatoes, then it's a great idea to try something like the tumbling toms. Evendale have red and yellow tumbling toms. They also have a wonderful tomato called patio prize, which is perfect for containers, or I've just planted one in my veggie pod just to see how well it will go. I think they only go to round about 30 to 45 centimetres high, which is the perfect height, particularly if you want to grow it on a veranda or maybe even in a, something like a conservatory. Another wonderful heirloom is black crim. This is, again is one of my favourites and I always grow it every year. It has a really rich flavour and is a medium sized fruit. And the flesh is sort of, it's not exactly black, it's sort of dusky brownie red is that, is that the easiest way to describe it but the the, the skin does have a slight flush of, of sort of purplish black near the top or brownish black one of those something I'm really excited about and again I just planted one on Sunday is the supreme sweet 100 this is a cocktail variety and if you've ever grown cocktail tomatoes you'll know that if it rains while they're ripening they tend to split or crack well, Supreme Sweet 100 is resistant to cracking, so I thought, right, I'm going to try growing that and see what happens. Now, I've planted them in my glass house at the moment because it's still a bit too cold to put them out in the garden or sit them somewhere outside. What I'm going to do is I'm going to plant another Supreme Sweet 100 outside probably around about mid-October, and I might actually buy it now and then pot it into a slightly larger pot and then put it into, into my grow bag on the west, I grow them on the west facing side of the garden shed in the kitchen garden. So they're fairly, they are actually really sheltered there and they get a lot of sun. So I did that last year and it worked really well. Just a quick aside, and I will admit it, the one thing I am not good at doing is training them and, and, remo and diligently removing laterals on the indeterminate varieties. That's something else I want to mention too is if you have your phone with you when you're going shopping for tomatoes, don't hesitate to check the name of the tomato. Just put in, um, say, Sweet 100, determinate or indeterminate, 
and then press enter and it will come up telling you whether your, your tomato variety, no matter which variety it is, whether it's determinate or indeterminate. Determinate means that it has one major crop. So it'll, the, it'll flower, great, you know, you'll get flower at different stages, flowers at different stages, then it will set fruit and then that's it. Once, once it's got to its limit, because they do have, a, the determinate ones definitely do have a limit, they will then ripen that fruit and that's it. You won't get any more. So you don't take the laterals from determinate tomatoes. If you do, you're going to find that you won't get as much fruit. So it is really important to find out which variety you're buying. Indeterminate varieties, they're things like cocktail tomatoes, definitely, because they turn into monsters if you don't, as I know, every year, <laughs> if you don't remove the laterals. So it's, it, it, yeah, the, the, I'm just trying to think. I think Roma is another indeterminate. I'm not quite sure off the top of my head. Please, if you're not sure and you'd like some more information, don't hesitate to email me through freshfm.net and I'll tell you what your tomatoes are and how best to deal with them. I grow my tomatoes in 25 litre grow bags. These grow bags are wonderful and I, they're really quite tough. They're made from a tough fabric and they've got handles so they're easy to manoeuvre. I can lift them with 25 litres of dry, not dry, sorry, before I've watered the tomato in because you'd never deal with dry potting mix and always wear a dust mask. Um, I can lift them quite easily. They're not too heavy. So that's, that's what's lovely about them. And also, when you have got your tomato planted, if you need to shift it, you can even just slide them along the ground. They work really, really well. I use premium potting mix, and I always incorporate just a couple of scoops of fish compost into the bottom layer of the potting mix as I'm putting it into the bag. One of the most important things is to make sure that you, as you fill the bag with potting mix, don't fill the whole bag and then try and sort of squish it all down. I do it as I go because this helps to ensure that the sides of the grow bag are quite solid. It means there's not sort of like dense, and this means there are no air pockets either in, in your potting mix, which is quite important. Because what can happen is if, if you don't do that and then you water your tomato in, all of a sudden you think, oh, I haven't really got enough potting mix in there because it all sinks down into, those, in, into the little areas that you haven't filled. So that's another great tip. So I do that. Why, why do I put some compost in? That's because when the tomatoes are growing, they get to a certain stage, their roots will hit that extra nutrient that I mix through the potting mix at the bottom, and that gives them an extra boost just when they need it. As soon as the first flowers have set, I put some sheet pellets on top too. This means that whenever I water them, they're getting a food, feed. Sorry, they're getting feed. Getting fed? <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> This is because I don't have a lot of time to do liquid feeding, so I find sheep manure pellets work really well. I also use tomato steaks. It's three steaks. They come in a pack. It's three steaks with nine connecting pieces that clip around the steaks. So you do it in sets of three. And these work a treat. If you're going to plant your tomatoes in the garden, keep frost protection handy just in case, right throughout October. Dig in lots of fish compost and sheep manure pellets before you plant, and once the first flowers have set, give them a side dressing with sulphate of potash. I prefer the powdered form because it works more instantly. You can do that two or three times during the growing season, which will encourage more flowers and tastier fruit. Happy gardening. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you have any questions about anything I covered, 
Email me at nelson at freshfm.net. Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers is Tuesday morning, 20 to 11. Thanks Bay Landscapes, 33 Bait Up Road, Richmond, open Monday to Friday, 8.30 to 5pm, Saturday, 9 to 5pm, Sunday and public holidays, 9 to 4pm, for supporting my show. And thank you for joining me. See you next time. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz.